What's going on, everybody? You're here with another episode of Big Talk with Leezy with your host, Leezy the Gifted. Today's episode, super special. I did an interview with my boy, Jay Red. Here's how this went. I'm on Instagram. I'm thinking, okay, I need to start getting on more podcasts. I would love to get interviewed by more people and get my name out there. Here's exactly what I did. I went on Instagram. I typed the hashtag hip hop podcast. I looked through. I hit up a bunch of people. My boy Jay Red, J A Y R, the number three D. So R and then the E is a three. J Red. He hits me back, basically like you know. And I checked out his YouTube channel. Checked out his pod. He's got something going where he interviews artists and talks about hip hop. He's like, yeah, I'd love to have you, bro. Let's set up a Zoom call. We set up a Zoom call and we did it. And here is the recording where J-Red interviews me. Uh, guys, if you want to get interviewed on a podcast or you're looking to you know, get your name out there and get your word out there, do what I just did. You know, if you're, I know I have a couple of people who follow me who are basketball trainers. Type in basketball podcast. Type in hashtag basketball training podcast on Instagram or athletic training podcast on Instagram. I guarantee you're going to find podcasts you could get interviewed on and it's a great way to get your name out there. All right. So here's the interview I did with Jay red. Appreciate you guys so much. And of course, do not forget to subscribe to the podcast. And I really want you to put a rating and review on the iTunes podcast app. It would really mean a lot to me because I want to grow this podcast a lot bigger. All right. Appreciate you guys so much. Hope you get some value from this podcast. All right, so greetings, Redheads. Thank you for joining us in another episode of Red's View. I'm your gracious host, Jay Red. Uh, I have a special guest with me today. Now, DJ PM is not here right now, um, but, you know, we're going through quarantine and stuff like that. But I'm excited about this particular interview because this is the first time I've done something like this. And hopefully in the future, uh, we can get more artists, more of y'all who want to get uh, some shine, some spotlight, get interviews, all that stuff you can uh, do it this way. We're using the Zoom app and uh, uploading it to YouTube. So this is the first shot. The first guest that I have doing this is Leezy the Gifted. Wow, I'm honored. Honored yeah. to be the first, man. That's awesome. Yeah, man. This your inaugural. <laughs> wow, that's awesome, man. Thanks so much for having me, man. I really, really appreciate it a lot. Absolutely, absolutely. Like I said, uh, thank you for reaching out, man. Um, glad that you've been keeping up with the show, following the uh the channel and stuff like that. That's that's real, real dope. So um, it looks like I, I see you, man. Hi, uh, you got like a nice little piano right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. This is the studio right here, really. So I'm actually out in the garage. I can flip this whole thing around. We can check out. So this is where I record everything right here. So yeah, I'm out in the garage. Um, we got this piano. We actually got this piano for free. This guy who I know is a real estate agent was mo- um, was selling a house and they had this. So we were walking by, my dad and I, and we were like, hey, can we get this piano? He just gave it to us for free because he was trying to get rid of it. So, yeah, I mean, and it works, gets the job done. Um, but, yeah, that's that was a quick tour of the little studio I got going on here. That's dope, man. And I can tell already that you care about your craft because, you know, great music and great things come from, like, places that you're comfortable with, your habitat. And I'm looking around now, and I'm like, man – some of those places are the best places to actually make music and stuff. You know what I'm saying? You don't need uh, like a big, big studio. It'd be nice to have it. But I mean, sometimes you're in your element, right? Don't you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, that's a, that's a great point. Like it definitely, bro, like you can make great music anywhere, basically. Uh, 
especially anywhere that's inside. If you're inside of a house or if you have like a, I don't know, a tool shed or a shack, whatever, you can pretty much make anything with the right setup. Uh, you know, I got the microphone up here, the speakers, the stuff. Yeah, it costs some money, but the mic was only a hundred bucks. I mean, overall, everything costs not that much. And if you know what you're doing with mixing and mastering, if you know how to record your voice, it's not that difficult. Uh, dude, you can literally make industry quality music from anywhere. I mean, you know, I'm managing to do it here in the garage just from learning how to mix and master. And I just think a lot of people end up putting like, uh, somewhat excuses on why they haven't built their studio. So, but that, you know, that's just, that's just my opinion on it. I get it. I get it 110%. Um, so, but I mean, just, I can already have admiration for you right now, just from seeing that, because I do the same thing with my music, you know, um, we yeah. have a studio built here and everything like that in my house. So that's dope. So let's get into you, man. Um, so tell us briefly about yourself, man. Uh, what do you want people to know about you firsthand? Man, well, first, man, thank you for just having me on here. I'm super excited just to just to be on here. Uh, I mean, so my name is Leezy the Gifted. You can call me Lee. Uh, that's my government. And uh, I've been doing music since I was, um, well, I started writing music when I was 14, and I'm 26. So, like, I've been writing lyrics for 12 years. But when I was 17 years old in 2011 was when I was like, man, I'm going to take music really seriously. Um, you know, and my dreams and my goals were to have high achievement, become super wealthy, celebrity, you know, pop star type of thing. And so I had, you know, started with that kind of being the driving force mm -hmm. and I was only rapping at the time, writing lyrics and recording and performing. And seven years later, you know, I was always depending on producers and I was always depending on other people to get my music done. Um, and so seven years later, after I graduated college, I was like, man, I need to start producing my own music. I can't depend on other people to get my music done. It just isn't working out. I didn't have mm -hmm. the budget to buy beats a lot, nor did I have the patience to let somebody else control my creativity. So I started producing music and I think I'm about two and a half years into producing my own music. And I still have that goal of achievement, but I think really I've transformed more into now I want to help artists. Now I want to be other artists producers because I'm a rapper I understand what artists are going through and I get what it is that you're struggling with um I believe more than other producers so I do still want to achieve but I'm at the point now where I'm transformed more into trying to help others trying to help rappers and provide beats at a little bit more of an affordable rate and also provide free bonuses a little bit outside of beats things like marketing um successful guides I want to start building video courses, things of that nature. So that's kind of where I've been at. Um, you know, I have a clothing brand that I'm rocking here called Gifted by Choice, partnered up with the homies. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I've got a lot of that going on. And Gifted by Choice is all about pursuing your gift. Like we all have some kind of a gift, but it's our choice to pursue that gift through hard work, passion, and dedication. And like, that's where my rap name, Lizzie the Gifted, comes from. So I think that's pretty much all about me in a nutshell. Yeah, from California the bay area yeah oh you're from the bay from the base so of the west coast you know um i like the the that you're from the west coast because uh i grew up on west coast hip-hop music that's what made me be who i am today the artist i am today but one thing i want to touch on is that you seem to be a man of that wears many hats you know um yeah you got to put 
being a rapper, you got your foot in also being a producer, you got your foot also in having your own clothing line. And then also what I admire about you the most is I was going through your channel, I mean, your uh, Instagram page, even on your YouTube channel, and you have different um, motivational videos trying Mm. to help artists other than just like, because I I did the same thing, you know, uh, we're in a new age of technology and things of that nature. Back in the day, you know, artists could only just rap, go to the studio and hope a record label could do X, Y, and Z for them. Yeah. But someone like you said, you know what? I know what type of music I want to make. I'm going to take charge and do what I want to do. I'm going to make my own beats, being independent, you know? Um, and then not only am I doing that now, but I'm using social media to my advantage, not just posting my music, because most of the things that I saw on your page was uh, helping artists, you know? And uh, like, it's like five tips to do this, five tips to do that. Like, that's what I I really, really admired about it. So um, I'm glad that you explained that and said that you wanted to do more outside of being an artist. Uh, How important do you think it is nowadays to go into that direction versus just rapping or just producing? Oh man, first I appreciate you checking me out and just seeing everything and uh, it really means a lot to me. Um, So yeah, I think it's critical, I mean, another reason I became a producer was because, so I realized like when I was just a rapper writing lyrics, making songs, um, it's, you're kind of, it's really, really a rough truth. But the way I looked at it was you're kind of worthless. If that's all you can do, you're only putting out music unless you're putting out a song a week consistently and interacting with fans and you're putting out videos. I think in that case, okay, you can kind of, live with it if you're constantly putting stuff out but we know most people aren't doing that so uh, I think it's critical to be putting yourself out there with other types of content Uh, I've really taken a lot from Gary Vee and one of the things he says is document over creation and what he means by that is show people the behind the scenes and that right there is the piece of content so as artists we're always like song 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 songs but there's also, you could make a podcast talking about your song. You could make a YouTube vlog. You could have like what we're doing, an interview show where you're presenting yourself in different ways. And I think in the age where we're like, it's interesting because like where, what we've seen up to this point is rappers who put music. But I think in the next 10 to 15 years, we're going to start seeing like, you know, um, DDG, the rapper DDG. Um, not fond of him. I don't I think his I think his Instagram is Pontiac DDG, but this dude was a YouTuber. Like he that was his YouTube vlogging was his thing, and now he's a rapper blown up, but it's from YouTube. And I think that that's a great example of people who don't just put out music, right? That you gotta start doing more than just putting out music. And I recommend you start producing, but if you don't produce, that's fine. But you should be putting out some kind of a piece of content every week. And if it's not a song, that's fine, but put out a YouTube video or a podcast is my recommendation or even a written blog about something you're passionate about. Like a while ago, I was on the phone with a producer named Tornado and he wanted to talk about mental health and depression and anxiety. And he wants to write a blog about it and do a podcast. That's great. That's not music related, but it's life related. So yeah, man, I think it's critical. I think, I just think it's kind of like this, bro. I played basketball growing up. Um, and any sport, it's like a funnel. When everybody starts, you have this big funnel. Everybody's playing who's third, fourth, fifth graders. And you get older and the funnel starts to get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. So you get to like pro sports NBA is right here. 
that's the way it is in music. Everybody's a rapper. Like anybody could literally just start rap. But then you get down to, okay, who's the dudes who put out content? Who's the dudes who put out content and produce? And then you get smaller and smaller to those pros. So I just think when I was a rapper, I was way out here with every other billion rappers. And I was like, well, I got to produce to elevate. Now I got to do content. So that's really the reason I got into everything. Absolutely. And I'm, and I'm real glad that you put that out there um, because that's what I try to preach to, to people that follow me and people that I come into contact with all the time. It's like gone are the days when you can just be a rapper if you're not signed. You know, if you don't have any major backing, now is very critical because that made me want to start my own podcast and my YouTube show. Like, mm-hmm. because I know I can't, I comment on uh, things in the, in the culture. Um, I've always been a hip hop fan first before I became a rapper. So people value my opinion. So I said, Hey, why not start my own show? So I got motivation from other people to do it and look where we are now. That's great. So, uh, as far as let's dive, dive into your artist side. So who okay. influences growing up as far as hip hop? That's a good question. My first ever favorite rapper was 50 Cent. That was the first rapper. I was like, this is my favorite rapper. I love him. I still have love for 50 Cent. Um, now, though, I'm and then it was Kendrick Lamar. Wale used to be one of my favorite artists. He was. Oh, my God. His album Ambition actually like changed my life. So I love that. Um, and J. Cole, obviously, we we grew up. How old are you, by the way? I'm actually 31. <laughs> You're 31. Okay, I'm 26, around the same age. Yeah. So we watched Kendrick and J. Cole, and those dudes blow. So I would say J. Cole, Kendrick, Wale, Big Sean was big, Kanye West, of course. Um, but then other dudes like like Rick Ross, like guys who were like personal branding and like business. So like guys like him and Jay Z were huge influences to see that they were more than artists. Um, you know the late great Nipsey Hussle, obviously huge influence on me with everything he did. Um, and now my favorite artist right now is Kevin Gates. It's not even close. He's my top number one guy. I love him. Uh, and then I, I love Drake. Um, right now I have a lot of interest in Rod Wave. So I'm into artists who have melodies. So like Rod Wave, obviously, but also rap about real shit. Uh, so Kevin Gates and Rod Wave are two dudes. Roy Woods is huge. Drake. So uh, I'm, I'm wondering if I'm missing, uh, no, I think that's, that's, people that, yeah, the people that you name, um, especially, uh, like when you started with Kendrick and J Cole, that like, I could hear that when I, uh, heard one of your songs, I forgot what the name of it was, but the that's first right. thing you told me about was, um, that you are melodic, you know, mm-hmm. and I do gravitate towards melodic rappers because I grew up off of melodic rappers too, from the nineties. So, um, that's a great following of uh, artists that you have to look up to, you know, because you said Wale, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar. And the most important thing that you said is that you like to uh, listen to people that rap about real shit. Now, do you feel like in hip hop right now that a lot of the real shit rappers like the J. Cole's and Kendrick Lamar, do you see any newer artists on the horizon that, you know, have resemblance to those artists? Or do you think it's going to be leaning more towards everybody just want to party, having a good time, like the Uzi Burks, the the uh, yeah. little guys, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the new wave of artists. Do you see any, like, J. Coles and Kendricks you see coming out now? Um, that's a good question, man. I mean, I think there's... Yeah, I mean, honest with you, I, I'm not as... 
I'm not as deeply dialed in to every single, I'm not, I'm not in the trenches paying attention to all the artists like I used to be, but Mm -hmm. I can say that I know there's still artists out there rapping about real shit. And there's still that mixture of, of artists who rather would make music that is more fun and like, I don't know what to call it. I don't really like to call it like mumble rap. I don't, I don't like any kind of degrading terms on any music. It doesn't make sense to me. I I think that though, I think it's just always going to be, there's probably always going to be more rappers where it's music with less depth. Like there's going to be a lot more of those, but there will be those real artists. You know, it's sort of interesting actually to answer like really answer. So my friend Gabe and I, we went to, um, we saw J Cole at Oracle arena last year and um, Earth Gang and Young Thug opened for him. Yeah, sick. It was a it was a Shout sick concert. Yeah, yeah. Earth Gang sick. And Young Thug is also pretty dope. And it was kind of like, why is Young Thug opening for Cole? So, but I was talking to my boy Gabe, and I was like, bro, I just love the fact that Young Thug like made his own lane, and I I like felt like I wanted to do music more like that, and mm-hmm. put out more music. And I said, I told him, I just feel like there's more artists popping like that. And then he said this thing that really impacted me. Gabe said, you might want to make music like Young Thug and put out music more frequently, but he's the one opening for J. Cole. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. So uh, we all yeah. talk about, so it, it's hard because when you're a rapper, you're so desperate to get plays and clout and fame. And you're like, well, let me just do what's easy. Because, right. those, because we, for some reason, people try to model these really famous rappers when I, when we could talk more about why I think that's not the right idea, but it's like, you could try to model Uzi and Migos, but dude, Migos opened for Drake when Drake went on tour, young thug opened. So who do you really want to be? Do you really want to be these dudes? Cause that's cause they might look dope to you and they are, they're great, but, but like Drake will never open for anybody. J. Cole never opens. Like that will never, they might get brought out on stage as a guest. They'll never open though. So if you're still opening for people, that means that you're probably, you're, there's that tier. There's those top tiers. Like, so Absolutely. I don't yeah. know. I just, I just think rappers need to focus more on doing them and doing their own sound and just making like what they want to hear and make it unique and real rather than, trying to oh well Lil Uzi Vert pop so we're gonna make music like it's like bro but that's him like I don't know that's just my whole that's my stance on I, that. and I love that answer that you gave um and that's something I just looked at too um if you look at the the the, the rappers that I was describing earlier like you said look who's the look who the openers are and look who the main attraction is look who the main event is and I think that that longevity um goes with that because you have Jay-Z, who is 50 years old, who still can have a number one album. It still is like the leader in rap. Then you have Eminem. He's uh, in almost 50. You know, he's in his late 40s and still putting out, going number one on the Billboard charts. And then you have people like J. Cole, who came out uh, like 10 years ago. But him and Drake and Kendrick Lamar are still at the top tier. And I personally don't feel like anybody has came and kind of replaced them as far as like the new generation of rappers. They're still at that point. So I'm glad that you put that out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, my other question is, this is one thing I really wanted to know. Um, as a white rapper, right? Yeah. Um, Lord Jamar, do you, do you follow Vlad TV and Lord Jamar? I do follow Vlad TV, but not Lord Jamar as much. Tell me about it, though. 
So with him, he said, and this is what Eminem, because Eminem was one of my favorite rappers of all time. But Lord Jamar, re, like he just kept saying, you know, white rappers are guests in the house of hip hop. And Eminem yeah. responded to it saying, hey, you know, um, recently he said, okay, that is true. But, you know, I put on other people. I put on 50 Cent. You know what I'm saying? I've inspired Kendrick Lamar's. I inspired Big Shines and all this other stuff. So what is your response to a question? Well, not, not the question, but if someone says that white rappers are uh, guests in the house of hip hop, how do you feel about that? Dude, <laughs> so glad you're asking this. I'm so glad you're asking this. <laughs> it's, it's such a good question. And uh, yeah, I think it's true. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. So, so I know, you know, I know where hip hop came from. I know it, I know it came from, from blues and jazz. And I know where that came from. And it came from a place of being oppressed and Oh man, dude, I've literally thought, I've really thought a lot about this. So I want to make sure I really say the right things, but you're going in the right direction. I, I, yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, so like, I never feel, I never feel like, what's the word? Like I never feel like left out. Oh, like I never, I never, I never, I never make a pity party. Like, oh, I'm a white rapper. I'm not going to get accepted. I, I don't know. Some people have done that. Mm-hmm. And some people say that too. Like what you said, Lord Jamar says we're guests. You know what? I humbly accept that completely. I accept that I don't need to necessarily be 100% welcome by everybody. And if you are a type of uh, hip hop fan that just doesn't want to accept white rappers, then I can completely respect that. And there's nothing wrong with that to me. But I also, I'm going to let you go do that and let you have that opinion, but I'm going to still make music. That's not going to stop me from making music. Um, But I respect the culture. I respect where it came from. Hip hop is, is, is comes from a place of pain and struggle. And my opinion is everybody, pain and struggle is completely relative. Um, my pain and struggle is nowhere near what somebody else is going through. So I'm not going to sit here and cry like, well, I'm struggling too. It's like, no, 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 no. I know what I'm white. Like I'm a white heterosexual male. I've got it good. So I'm not going to sit here and compare my struggle to your struggle. But that doesn't mean I still don't go through shit. I still go through heartbreak. Like I still go through people double crossing me and talking shit about me. And I still go through the struggles of I'm in a fucking garage it's hot in the summer and cold in the winter. I'm out here freezing my toes off while I'm putting this music out. So whether you want to accept me in the, in the house or not, like doesn't fucking matter. I'm still going through something. I'm still grinding. Plus my intention is to inspire you. So for anybody who just chooses not to accept me cause I'm white, it's like, dude, I, okay, fine, whatever, dude, I respect the culture, but I'm still in love with the culture. Hip hop changed my life. I wouldn't be anything without hip hop. And that, and I don't care if I'm black, white, Asian, Mexican, fucking purple, orange, whatever. I still love the culture and respect it. So, I mean, I respect that. I think, yes, I'm a guest in the culture, but by the way, we're also going through huge, fast changes, like time's moving faster right now. So if we're going to sit here and still talk about that, it's like, dude, in 10 years from now, that is going to be, I think that 10, 20 years from now, those kinds of statements are going to be looked at as, oh, that's an old head hating. Like right now, that's a true statement. But I think in 20 years from now, there will be no barriers in terms of anything. And I just think that it's like, 
you know, what about guys? What about Indian rappers? What about German rappers? What about Chinese rappers? It's like, it's like, dude, you can say that we're guests all you want. Just it doesn't to me. It's like, I don't know, bro. It, I have this respect for it. I have a respect that I'm, a, but I also have this, like, it also kind of doesn't matter in a way you can say all you want, but we're still going to put out music. We're still going to talk our struggle. We still love hip hop and we love black culture. So I don't understand. I don't, why are we still, I don't think we should be trying to push people out. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. kind I of think a he probably brought that up as a way of just saying, you know, putting it out there. But I think that everything that you thoroughly just explained, like someone of, that's African-American can look at that. Uh, Black American can look at that and just say, hey, he respects it. He knows where it came from and isn't trying to appropriate it. This is a part of Because I look at Eminem. Eminem came up through hip hop. Uh, culture vultures are people who, because you, you don't have to be white to be a culture vulture. You don't have to be any particular race. It could be a black person that grew up in the suburbs who had nothing to do with hip hop, but mm-hmm. wanted to appropriate it to gain money. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So I think that anybody who appreciates the culture and recognize the history that it came from, um, you know, you A1 with me. And like I said, Eminem is one of my favorite rappers of all time. Right. He's, you know, I don't think any artist uh, compares to him and his unique style and formula, what he does. And one thing I don't like is when people say that um, just because he's white, that's where I think that helped him get to where he is. But I don't think anybody else has done what he's done in hip hop just in general. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but I do like what you said about how I can still rock about the struggle, things that I go through, because we all are in America, you know what I'm saying? So we, we are part of the same, like we're part of one melting pot in general. So I like that answer that you gave right there. So yeah. what do you think stands out most about your music? Like as far as your peers, your fans, because I see you have a nice following. What do people say like, hey, like what do you think that makes your music stand out amongst anybody else that's out there right now? Uh, well, I mean, I know what people always say to me is they love the fact that I put so much emotion into my music and they know it's real. Um, I think recently, like within the past year, my my hooks and choruses have gotten a lot catchier. Uh, mm-hmm. That used to be a huge struggle for me. You know, when I first started, it was just rap. Like I literally used to make three minute songs where it was just one long ass verse, just rapping uh, (laughs) or two minutes or whatever. Yeah. Straight bars. Or even my hooks would be really bad. They'd be just whatever. But I think in the past year, my hooks have gotten a lot catchier. One thing too, that I think stands out with my actual, like the beats, like I produce my music, you know, I sometimes will accept beats from other producers, but 80, 90% of my songs, I fully produce them. That one stands out, but also what I actually know how to play piano. I've been taking piano lessons for almost two years. So I know music theory. So like my melodies and my structure of how I like make chord progressions and stuff, like I make melodies that are unique, uh, that are unique to me. So I think that my combination of like knowing music theory, my real lyrics and the hooks all comes together to form its own sort of like brand of music. I also think the other thing too, like one thing that I've tried really, really, really hard to do is be eclectic. Um, one dude actually like that really inspired that was Kanye and then XXX Tentacion. Like I, one, one of his albums I heard was like every song was a different genre. Like it was like a metal song and then it was like a 
punk rock song that was like a pop song it was like a funny hip-hop song i was like how does he have an album with different genres so i was like i want to do music where there's love songs r&b and then there's hype up songs and then there's real shit songs and smooth drive at night songs so i try to make a mixture um as best i can uh and just kind of and keep it organic to myself but i would say those those are the other thing too, bro, like not music related is just the engagement that I have on social. Like I'm super engaged with whoever engages with me. And that's, that actually drives home a lot of depth. Um, and that's something I think a lot of artists struggle with a lot. I think a lot of artists are worried about the quantity of followers and like, how do I get more followers? But you really need to focus on the people who you're already in touch with. Um, like even like when I first started, it was just my little group of homies, but it was like, I'm going to do everything I can to just make my little group of friends love my music first. Even though they're my friends, I always remember they don't have to like my music. Like they're choosing to like it. So that's one thing that separates me is my, like you and you see in my YouTube, it's just like, not only am I consistent with the content, but everybody who comments, I comment back. I reply to comments, DMS. I respond unless it's somebody who's just trying to poach free beats off me or just try to like, I don't know, jack a collab off me or something like I'll respond to 99% of my DMS. So I think all those things come together to, uh, I think all those things come together. That's what, that's what separates me. That's dope. So my next question is what, um, one thing that I was thinking about is, uh, are you a fan of like the Marvel films and, and stuff like that? I, I'm not a humongo. Like I love it, but I'm not like, I don't, I don't know that much about it. The reason I brought it up is because one thing is when Tony Stark first met Spider-Man, he was like, uh, he was at his at his crib and he was like, what inspires you to get up out this twin bed every day? Like, what makes you do that? So I, I always think about that when it comes to why I do things, like somebody saying, hey, what inspires you to do that? What inspires you to do that? So what keeps you going as far as making music, you know, um, doing your podcast? Because I know the cliche thing to say is like, you know, I want to make it big get a million, you know, get millions of dollars, get famous, right. all that type of stuff. But what do you think the main thing is to, because everybody struggles as an independent artist, you know? Yeah. Um, it's not for the the week, you know? Like, you, you have to be on top of it. Some people just choose to just go to work, work 40 hours a week, 60 hours, to come home, and then that's it, and work in that career. But as a hip-hop indie artist, what do you think drives you every day to say, I'm going to keep pushing out stuff, keep pushing it out, keep pushing it out? Like, what do you think? Uh, bro, that's, yeah, I mean, uh, what keeps me motivated is, dude, literally so many, I have so many things I want to say. I'm trying to sort everything out. I mean, what keeps me motivated, like, so when I was younger and I was like in school, elementary, middle school, high school, college, um, I was a, I hated school. I was a really poor student. And the, and the reason for that was I'm a, I'm such a free thinker. I'm independent. And I don't know. I just feel like I never will forget the moment, every moment that I had in a classroom thinking, this is so not for me. Like this structure isn't for me. And what I saw after college for other, for the, for the route they want you to go on is just continuing that route of, of feeling mentally in a prison feeling like you have to listen to other people doing what everybody else does, even though they don't like it, it's not fulfilling them. So what keeps me going out, getting out of bed every day is just thinking like, I do not want to live 
uh, I don't want to just, I don't want to do what everybody else. I just want to do what I want to do. I want to live a life of purpose. I want to feel like what I'm doing is actually fulfilling. Um, the other thing is kind of interesting too. I just learned about this, but there's six human needs, like six human desires. One of them is significance. So every human, basically every human is motivated by one of these six things or one or two of these six things. It's certainty. And then there's uncertainty and variety. There's significant. I'm reading it off. I took notes on this significance, connection and love growth and contribution. And so everybody's motivated by at least one of those things. Mine certainly is significance. Like I'm motivated by feeling significant. I want to feel like I'm like the goat. Like I want to feel big and strong and like powerful. That's my thing. And the thing that makes me feel big, strong and powerful is people telling me that my music influenced them or that my music inspired them or that they get through their day by listening to my music. Like that is what makes me cocky and arrogant. Not how many chains I wear or how many bitches are around me or you know, what car I drive, although that stuff's cool, obviously, but what is, has been continuing to drive me through the struggle of not making it is the fact that people DM me and say, dude, your music got me through my day, or I've been going through the last five months have been super tough for me. But when I go to work on the way to work, I blast your music and it gets me through my day. And I'm like, holy shit. Like the fact that my music touches people like that, um, seeing people actually purchase my cl our clothing mm. that I know that, or even I've had people purchase my clothing that I've never met in person that are connected with me on Instagram. That is like, Whoa, like that's insane that we're getting to this point where our brand is getting nationwide and global. Mm -hmm. Um, and so going from that point of when I was 17 years old and I decided I want to make music a thing to now I'm 26 years old and people DM me and comment constantly. The fact that you and I we're strangers. We just met today that we're able to network via the social media platforms we have at our disposal. The fact that I can look on my phone, I can wake up and I look on my Shopify app and there's four orders that people, four people, I don't know. It's like, Absolutely. Whoa, bro. What is going like what all from, all from me just going hard and just continuing to stay motivated. So um, I would say that's, that's definitely what keeps me motivated. And also just my aspirations of wanting to um, help take other people to that next level and wanting to get other artists to pop. Like I always thought it was cool that I would see like, um, like Jay-Z was kind of responsible for Kanye getting big and Kanye helped Rick Ross and Jay-Z helped J. Cole. I think it's like, like to me, like the biggest artist of all time, it's all to me based on influence. It's whoever has influenced the most people. And so you obviously look at Dr. Dre's got to be a top five most influential character. If you look at all the careers he is responsible for. And then, so for me, it's like, well, I want to be responsible for somebody's career. I think that that would be sick because my friends helped me in my career a lot, but nobody's responsible for my career at this point. Maybe somebody will be, but I want to be responsible for people's careers. So I think that's all the stuff right there. Probably that's everything that motivates me. Man, that was, that was a lot. Um, it was so yeah. many things to dissect right there. Uh, <laughs> I feel that 110%, um, you know, that's the same thing. Pretty much what you said is what keeps me motivated. You know, uh, the fact that a stranger uh, can come into your inbox and say, hey, I watch your show. I would like to get on the interview, you know. Right. Or um, someone like that can say that you're single, your song off of your album or your album touched them, you know. Um, 
that's like, and I think that that a lot of select like people who have made it in the industry, uh, like DMX. I always remember he was on, he had his own reality show, and someone <laughs> came up to him at a gas station was like, "Your music got me through this, got me through that," and he was just like, "See, that's the reason I do that right there. Like, you can get the fame, you can get the money." You can do all that stuff, but being able to tour and reach people that you never met before, but knowing that what you're doing in music, everything that comes from up here influences and can change the world and helps people from quitting their jobs, from to be able to be an artist and all that stuff. So I really, really appreciate that. It's a lot yeah, of- I appreciate uh, you, man. Thank you. I appreciate you just saying all that, man. Seriously. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of major keys that uh, we've been dropping in this interview. Where where are your projects? Uh, like, do you have any albums that are out right now? Like on? Oh, bro. ITunes? My albums are so fucking old, I don't even want to tell people where they are. Like, I haven't <laughs> put out a fucking... You can... So, like, and I, I had a bunch of name changes. Like, my, my old projects are, like, mixtapes, EPs and stuff I put out. But, like, recently, like, the past couple of years, I've only been putting out singles. So if you go to Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, Deezer, SoundCloud, all that, Leezy the Gifted, all one word, that's the best place to find all my music. It's all mostly singles. Okay, got you. So yeah. what I want to do right now, before we end it, um, because we're going to yeah. throw on all of your social media and stuff, do you have, it don't have to be 16 bars, but do you have any type of uh, rap that you could spit, like a, a good... Holy uh, shit. <laughs> you got uh, any... shit. It could even be a hook or just something, but just some bars. Give me like good eight bars or something. Big talk conversations, everybody with it. Podcast every week. I know you see the vision. Not stress, baby, we live in. We focused on the mission. The people love me. I don't have to beg them all to listen. Let me know if you see issues. I'm going to change it up. This is too good to be true, but you know I can't make this up. Take it up with the boss. That's me. Never take a backseat. Too fast, they can't catch me. Try to bring me down. I think you need to relax, please. Making all these moves, so many try to ask me. Bring me good energy, and I'm going to tell you, gladly expanding all my skills. They want to work badly. Now it's time. Time to feed the fam. Numbers in my account, not numbers on the gram. Making everybody understand, owning up to all your shit, how you gonna become a man. Don't get stressed out about the plan. Take action, put in work, gain some fans. Give y'all everything, everything that I got. Gifted by choice, put it on my back. We take it to the top. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was fire, man. That was fire. That, was fire, Easy that made me nervous as <laughs> I had to put you on the spot. I had to put you on the spot, man. But ladies and gentlemen, that was Leezy the Gifted. Now, Leezy the Gifted, where can we find, um, like as you said, you got your material, your, your clothing, your Shopify. Where do we um, type in and how can we follow you on Instagram? Like lay all that out so we can find yeah. it. Yeah. Man, the best way to get in touch with me, go to Instagram at Leezy the Gifted, all one word. My YouTube channel at Leezy the Gifted, all one word. If you're interested in getting our merchandise, giftedbychoice.com. Um, if you're a rapper and you want five free beats, go to fivefreebeats.com and you can sign up to my email list and I'm going to give you five free beats. Five, the number five, F-R-E-E, B-E-A-T-S.com, fivefreebeats.com. You get five free beats from me and we can start connecting and working together. Um, Apple Music, Spotify, Leezy the Gifted. If you want to check me out, I would love to connect with as many people as possible. Shoot me a DM on Insta and just say, hey, I watched the interview with Jay and you. That was awesome. So yeah, I appreciate the time here, man, for real. I really appreciate it. 
Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we'll stay connected. You know, I'm interested in hearing more beats and stuff because I'm always looking for, for things, you know. Uh, Redheads, if you haven't got my album, it's once, too. It's available on all streaming platforms. Make sure that you subscribe to the official YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash we authentic network follow me at j-a-y-r-3-d on instagram uh, all social media uh i just put a promo out so make sure that you look at the tomorrow video promo that i just put out and also visit redsview.com ladies and gentlemen this is redsview also there look there it is he got it he got it right there <laughs> yeah but um i'm gonna do my part and um checking his stuff out uh this I, as you can see he's an mc gave us some nice bars and everything like that uh, you want to shout anybody out before we get out of here, man? Uh, do I want to shout anybody out? Yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out to you listening. Shout out to all the independent rappers who who are who are frustrated with where they're at in their music career because I know how hard that is. Like, just keep going, keep grinding, keep doing your thing because it's. I think there's a lot of things possible, and I think there's a lot of things on the horizon. Um, and shout out to everybody who's 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 just trying to make their dreams come true and be a positive impact. I love you guys and I appreciate you guys. All right, man, and ladies and gentlemen, this is Rez View, Lee's the great J Red, and we are signing out. Thank you guys, appreciate you. We ain't numbers for my grandma's sake. Pick it up, I do the most. 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 Pick it up, I do the most.